1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, I have Kelly Forst from Aweber. She's a marketing communication specialist. Hey, Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm
2: good, Kevin. How are you?
1: Good. How are you doing? Um, I'm assuming you guys are also working at home now for the COVID-19?
2: Yeah, we've all been working from home now for a a little over a month. So far, so good. You know, it's a crazy time. We're all just doing our best to stay positive and continue to serve our small business customers.
1: Where where are you based out of Like, are you, your home or or even like the company headquarters? Were you commuting to work or sort of what was that like for you?
2: Yeah, the company headquarters is in Chalfont, Pennsylvania, which is about 45 minutes north of Philly.
1: Okay, perfect. And then you're yeah, also so in that was, area too?
2: I'm in that area. I'm about 10 miles west of Philly.
1: How nice. Did you grow up there or like you sort of moved there for the position?
2: I moved here 11 years ago for ah. college and then I stayed put. I'm from the New York city area originally.
1: Oh nice, cool. Where in the city I mean I grew up in Long Island, Queens sort of area.
2: So North Jersey actually. I kind of consider North Jersey to be the greater New York City area.
1: (laughs) Interesting. I think it's yeah I'm like, okay, that's that's New York area. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Still even after after eleven years I'm still adjusting to calling Philly the city.
1: (laughs) So funny, I was talking about that with my friend the other day. If you're in New York, you tell the city it's Manhattan or like even I used to live in California And I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah from the city." And I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I mean like New York City." You just think like New York City. New Yorkers just think New York City is like its whole, this whole thing, its own world.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but okay, <laughs> perfect. But yeah, Kelly, I know you. I know we want to get on the podcast today to really talk about a lot of stuff that's going on right now with coronavirus and COVID 19. I know that you guys at Aweber put some great resources for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, can you kind of talk about a little bit of that the stuff that you guys are doing to sort of help small business owners and entrepreneurs with this sort of situation that's going on right now?
2: Absolutely. So right now, in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's safe to say that every business has been affected directly in some way. Email is such an important part to keep your reputation intact. What was interesting, mm-hmm. we saw on March 12th, of emails sent from the AWeber platform included some mention of COVID-19 or coronavirus, and that number jumped to 19% in just a matter of days. I can't imagine where it's at now. What we're putting out into the world to help our small business customers create emails that are sensitive, um, that address the pandemic directly, just to help them get through this. And we also are looking at ways to help them kind of get creative, pivoting their their business strategically. Um, A lot of businesses are shifting their offering online or they're meeting their audience where they're at, which is, you know, everyone is at home right now. So we're really doing our part to shed light on those stories, how customers pivoting their business right now to continue to serve clients and continue to bring in revenue while also being sensitive to the situation that's going on right now.
1: Yeah. And I think that's something that's great that I'm assuming you guys probably get so many small business owners that just reach out. Cause like even today I was reading that you guys have a really great case study on how you help this therapist move her business from online with email marketing. Because basically I was seeing the case study that someone in your company wrote that all, obviously with anything going on right now, all the in-person classes are canceled. And then with COVID-19 though, but most small businesses, as you know, they need to keep on running. So for them, it's like this huge shift of, hey, I'm, I'm so used to in-person, I need to do it online. How, and then how are you guys sort of working with small business owners there, helping them out with something like that, where it's just a complete mind shift change change, sort of how they're doing the regular business?
2: We're really trying to educate them on the ways that they can stay connected with their audience. And obviously email is a fantastic yep. way to do that. So beyond just emailing your customers, letting them know that you're still there for them. It's really important to communicate what exactly it is that you're offering. Mm -hmm. To reference the the case study that that you mentioned, this is an AWeber customer who offers drum therapy classes, which is so cool and interesting. Um, And obviously Mm -hmm. it's something that really is fantastic in person, but can be shifted online.
1: I think that's sort of with email marketing and sort of keeping in contact with your subscribers, essentially you want to sort of uh, at least give them something to continue doing and look forward to.
2: Absolutely. And to talk about another instance of someone who has shifted their business strategy, we have an AWeber employee actually who uses AWeber for her own little side hustle that she does. She offers Zumba classes. So she teaches Zumba a couple nights a week. And obviously you can't do that right now. You know, gyms are shut down across the country. She can't offer that in person so what she did was she built a landing page using our brand new aweber landing page builder we launched that about a month ago
1: oh nice did you um, that's cool
2: yeah it's a really awesome tool it helps get our customers online quickly whether they have a website or not and what she did was she created a landing page that includes a little a video of her to give her audience a sneak peek of what the class entails they can sign up and take a class online And it's just a really awesome tool and includes the features that she needs in order to make that business pivot and continue to stay in business offering those Zumba classes to
1: to her Mm -hmm. audience.
2: And I think it's something that right now people are craving that bit of normalcy in their life. So to be able to still take those classes with her is so beneficial.
1: It's so funny because I used to do like Rumble, that sort of like boxing workout class. It's kind of like hip hop boxing, right? And I've just been doing... Like the live Instagrams, you know, they've been emailing all the members of, "Hey guys, we're having a live Instagram 6 p.m. with like 30 minutes." When I was on Instagram, I was like, "Oh wow, it's like it's still like a sense of community because people are still like, you know, doing the all the emojis you see on Instagram. It feels good. It, oh, this is normal and." And it also feels nice that you're doing it online with other people. That way, you're, it's kind of like a community. It's probably, you no know, like Peloton, when you're biking with uh-huh. other people. It's that same sort of feeling. Like I never used a Peloton, and I was always like, oh, why are people obsessed with it? And I was like, oh, wow, this is a experience. You're doing with other people. Obviously, it's like all virtual, but you sort of feel like a sense of community. And I guess as humans, that's sort of what We want It's to be a part of something because obviously, we all just don't want to be home all alone all day, right? Oh,
2: it's so true. I actually have a Peloton and I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) It's just so cool. Lately, I've been taking rides with people that I don't normally come into contact with. You know, we're acquaintances through one way or another. And we both saw that we were riding a lot more frequently now that we're home. So we were like, let's just take a class together (laughs) um, and connect. So, you know, it's looking for those little positive ways to stay connected.
1: It's completely fun like basically ways to keep your audience engaged. I know you have a blog post about, you know, Mm -hmm. six ways to keep the audience engaged. Can you maybe go over some of those sort of things that you you mentioned in that post that you wrote for Aweber?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So beyond shifting your business online and offering what you can through video or through online classes, There are a bunch of ways to continue to engage your audience through email marketing specifically, which allows you to balance your business and continue that revenue stream that you need while staying sensitive and mindful of the crisis going on. Uh, So the first way to to stay engaged with your audience is to offer discounts on products or services that your audience needs either during or after the crisis. One of the best examples I've seen in my own inbox of this happening is meal delivery kits. Okay. So we all know that it's really hard right now to you know, get to the grocery store and do it safely. There's a service that I subscribe to that is offering discounts on meal deli- delivery. So if you can just make it a little easier for your audience to access what you offer during this time, they're gonna remember that when this mm-hmm. crisis is over. And it really goes far in building brand affinity.
1: When it's a product or service that you know people need right now, um, for example, we work with a lot of kids' products. Obviously, yeah. as you know, like a lot of moms or teachers are home right now. So when we're doing our marketing or advertising, it's, we make sense. Hey, look, we know you're home busy trying to work and also teach your kids. Use our product. You to sort of get more time and your kids can be busy. You just need to do it in like a nice, tasteful way where it makes sense because this is a real issue that people are having. And I think you should address them in a way that you say, hey, look, you're still a business. You still need to make money. Just make it tasteful. And, and people understand, you know, you still need to keep in business, right? So."
2: A great example around, you know, kids and parents being home, trying to find stuff to do. I saw an email from Michael, the craft store. Oh, I love where Yeah. And they're getting really creative with their email marketing. They announced a while back at the beginning of, of all of this, about a month ago, that they were going to hold a Facebook live every week for family craft time. What an awesome way to get creative with your offering and to solve a problem. You know, parents, especially working parents right now who are trying to juggle things that they don't normally juggle are trying to find ways to create structure in their day. And what a great way to offer a service that your audience needs right now.
1: Yeah. And something like this stuff like this is so interesting and exciting. And the reason why I get excited about it is we're like internet workers, you know, like my background is programming. Mm -hmm. I've worked online this whole time. I've always kind of worked remotely, worked from home. I think it's great for I always tell other people, like, I think it's great for other businesses or people that have never experienced this and say, hey, this is really what it's like to work from home and just sort of do stuff online where you don't have to just go in the office every day to work. You can actually, like, it's a different type of environment. And I always tell my friends, like, I wonder what the shift is going to be. And and it's great that these businesses such as Michael's are doing this because maybe, you know, top down headquarters would be like, hey, this is actually a great way for us to make money, a different revenue stream and also maybe this is something we can probably want to do in the future, not just in this environment.
2: Definitely uh, causing everyone to get really creative and think about ways differently. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how things change afterwards.
1: My thing is like, what's going to happen afterwards? And even now, just talking to some friends, they are like, oh, this is crazy. I feel like I have so much more time now. I'm like, yeah, because you don't have a two-hour commute every day. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: For some reason, I just don't, don't feel tired anymore. I was like, well, yeah, because you don't have a like, two-hour commute. That drains you. I'm like, I've, I've done that. Like, Trust me. Like, like No matter how much you say, it's like, oh, it's only an hour. It's it's an hour, right? So it's it's a long time each way. But anyways, yeah. that's my own uh, thought. <laughs> uh, more of the other things that you've seen sort of done really well for you guys and some of the small businesses.
2: Yeah, I think if you can help your subscribers learn something new, mm-hmm. that's an awesome way to continue to engage with them. For instance, digital marketer.
1: Oh, offered yeah. their
2: lab for free for a while. I think today might've been the last day it was free, but it was free for for weeks. And I took advantage of a course. I know Marketing Profs was offering some, some free content. So there are so many ways if you engage with those brands to learn something new. And if you're a small business that can do something to teach your own audience about something that they'll find value in, Absolutely. Uh, communicate that via email. Set up a webinar. Set up an office hours on your social media channels. AWeber has been doing that now since the beginning of the crisis. We've been offering office hours that are live streamed to all of our social channels twice a week. So it's an awesome opportunity for small businesses to get on with us live and get their questions answered in real time.
1: I think what you said just completely makes sense. It's so funny. You talked about digital marketer because yeah, I signed up for that too. And I was like learning the copywriting yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I always going <laughs> to do content it. Marketing course. It's so good. I mean, digital, web, digital marketer is so good, but I think another important piece, I think that we're sort of what we're saying here is this is why email is so important. I, obviously I think Kelly, you know why it's so important, but I think for business owners, this is why it's very important to have a really great robust email list because it's really the only thing you really own. You can always use paid traffic, but with email, it's like your customers or your customers your subscribers, and you can always talk to them. You can say whatever message you, can to you have to them. It's your own email list. And it's sort of how do you guys think about that too when you're talking to the business owners about, Hey, this is a channel that you actually own and you can keep communicating with them. It, you have a great one-to-one relationship with people.
2: That's exactly how we communicate it. You know, email marketing is still one of the most effective mm-hmm. marketing platforms, especially for small businesses. And with email, personalization and automation are not only possible, but make it easy and efficient to reach your audience. It allows you to build deeper relationships with your subscribers. And social channels are fantastic. But like you said, you don't own them. Social media is always in a flux and algorithms can get in the way of your entire audience seeing your, your social messages. What you send in email, it's really the only thing that you own. You really do own your list. You totally have control over the message and who receives it. It's one of the more convenient and personal ways to connect with your audience and and people respond to those personalized messages.
1: Yeah. People respond to emails all the time. Like exactly what you said. Obviously we do a lot of Facebook ads here, but even then we're just telling people like you need to get people on your email list right now. You're just, you're just renting traffic. You want to own this email. You want to get people on there. Like. It has so many benefits, like, you know, something like this. It's like, hey, look, you have customers that have loved you, that have been seeing your emails. They can come and support you. You know, they want to try out your class that you're hosting. You want to do that live webinar that you want to try out. You want to do that discount. People, if you really have created a great engaged email list, people are going to come and, and try to support you. And I think a lot of small businesses are seeing that now where they have a lot of loyal customers. But now it's like, hey, like, how can I make their lives better? Because, you know, when I need them, I need them to buy something or try something for me.
2: Yeah, and you know what's interesting in the digital marketing realm is you're constantly reading news about this channel is dead. You have to be oh, doing yeah. why now? Um, yeah. And it's just not true. You need to be doing everything. A complete digital marketing strategy is like a balanced breakfast. You need to get a little bit of everything to really think your strategy and make things work. So email, social, advertising, it's all a part of it.
1: Everything's important and everything makes sense. But I always tell people, like, I mean, you probably know, email's been the thing that Facebook, before Facebook, there was, what MySpace. Before MySpace, there was, like, some other thing. But email's always been there since it started. People have had email lists forever. And that's what I yeah. like about email is because behind the scenes, email's an open platform. Like, no company owns it, right? Obviously, there's platforms like Aweber where it can help you sort of deliver email. But email itself is, like, an open source thing where no one owns it. It's always going to be there. And that's why it's such a great platform because there's so many ways to connect into an email. And obviously there's companies that probably want to do it, but I think that's why email is one of the truly like open source communication platforms that we have. Like obviously there's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but companies own that. And you know, they can quickly take that away from you.
2: And you know, what's interesting about email is it's been around for so long. Like yep. Aweber has was founded in 1998. So it's been 22 years.
1: Aweber is probably one of like, the oldest email marketing companies, and you guys have been doing it great for years.
2: Yeah, and we're constantly trying to add those new features that our customers are asking for, we're releasing new things weekly, if not every day at this point. But email is, like you said, one of the best channels to reach your audience, and it's ever-changing. There's a lot of really cool, innovative things that are happening on email right now. Have you ever heard of AMP for Email?
1: No, no, what's that?
2: AMP for Email is a Google-led project it allows you to send interactive and dynamic content to your audience. So there are still uh, some technical things on the back end with it, but essentially if you send AMP for email content, you can send interactive and dynamic content. So things like image carousels. So if you want to include multiple images within an email, you can make it a carousel that your audience can scroll through rather than taking up extra real estate within the body of an email to include all of those images really anything that can be dynamic can be included through AMP for email. So weather forecasts, countdown timers for sales that are actually real, where if, if someone were to view your email and after the sale is expired, it could show sale is over now, but check out so-and-so on our website.
1: Oh, um, those, are, we can, those are great. I mean, that's like something yes. that people have been doing. People are trying to hack that together. If that's native, that'd be awesome. And Kelly, is yes. it also similar to I mean, you probably use like Google Docs and you know how like if someone leaves a comment and then you open your Gmail, there's like, hey, reply here. Is that the same thing?
2: Yes, it is. Okay.
1: That's 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 super helpful, yeah.
2: That's one of the features that was released, um, I believe last year, where you can reply within the body of the email on Google Docs directly. If you're a small business email marketer, um, and you want to use interactive and dynamic content, there are a few technical steps on the back end. And if you use Aweber, you can absolutely reach out to our customer support and they'll walk you through it. But it's just such an awesome thing to keep an eye on. It really, it's only limited by your imagination what you can do with it. We've been using AMP for email in our we blog Digest newsletter. And we've been doing things like quizzes where you yep. can respond to the quiz within the body of the email itself and get the right answer right away. It really makes your email like a web page, so you don't have to leave your inbox in order to get an answer to a quiz or to see who else responded to this or anything. It's a really, really cool innovation in email that I think a lot of people are going to take notice of over time.
1: It's so funny you're saying that because when you were describing it in my mind, I was thinking like, if this happens in email, why do I ever want to go away to click to a page because With most email right now, you're just clicking like, oh, buy here. But if we can make it interactive enough where like you guys probably send a lot of like checkout abandonment emails, why can't I just buy right there, right? Like just, hey, buy now and just instantly your email inbox. I think you guys know as with most stats, it's like if you go to another web page, you can probably get distracted. You can probably, the page won't load. Okay, I don't want to buy it or I'll buy tomorrow and that tomorrow never comes. So as a small business owner, you want to make these like seamless interactions or transactions that way you're getting that sale. Because someone wants to buy now, let's just make it super easy.
2: Right, and you're really trying to provide value to your audience, make it as easy for them as possible. It's interesting you brought up the e-commerce example because a real use case for it could be including the shipping status of packages in an email so they don't have to click out and go to FedEx or UPS to see and click around on web pages, you can include that shipping status directly in the email. So it really is just limited by your imagination. There's tons of ways to use AMP for email creatively. I think it's going to be really, really cool to see how it evolves over time.
1: I think stuff like that it makes sense. Emo's great. I mean, I probably mentioned so many times, I'm mean, going love email. It's so crazy to see these projects that are making their way into email because it just recently happened. Email was just like a simple platform. And then now I think people are now realizing there's so, it's so powerful and now they want to build innovations on top, which I think is great. And obviously Google leads it all because I'm assuming Google is, Gmail. is probably one of the biggest. Gmail's more like delivery, right? Type of thing. They just have like their own like delivery type of mechanism for emails too. Right. Cause they're probably one of the biggest providers out there for like free email accounts. Cause you guys don't provide like email accounts, right?
2: No, we don't.
1: Yeah. yeah. So sure. I, don't,
2: I don't have the stats on, on hand about you yeah, know, but, the percentage, um, but Gmail is like, one of the larger ones, Hotmail, yeah. Yahoo,
1: yeah, big um, ones.
2: larger internet service providers.
1: Going back into sort of with this COVID stuff, tips that you might have for business owners, or something that maybe uh, I'm seeing this a lot, like I'm just getting so much messaging about it. Should I continue more messaging about it? Or when should I stop? Or what sort of your thoughts around that with a small business over emailing or under emailing? keeping this COVID thing on top of mind for users. Like for me, I've seen it everywhere. Do I want it to, should I still keep seeing it? Should I still keep getting stressed out? What are your thoughts on there or sort of what you're seeing in in your own sort of email inbox?
2: I think it's a really fine line to walk first, evaluating whether to send more emails related to it first, you know, think about does your audience need to hear from you right now? Mm -hmm. Really, really think about if there's ways that you can serve them. Make sure that all of your communications are compassionate and considerate. You want to pause insensitive campaigns, contests, or if you're, if it's in your brand to send humorous content, now might not be the the right time. It does involve taking a step back, evaluating your campaign frequency, but there are steps that you can take in order to address COVID with your audience. First of all, you're going to want to act quickly if your uh, if your business is affected by what's going on make sure that you address it in a considerate and compassionate way explain how you're dealing with the situation you know it depends on on your business but ask yourself questions like how are your how are you cleaning your workplace or building mm-hmm. if people need to be there how are you protecting your customers and your staff have your hours of operation changed Will your customer's service be disrupted? Will product deliveries be delayed? How can customers contact you with questions? And where can they get the latest information about how you're handling the crisis? So I would say, ask yourself those questions. If it warrants an email update to your customers, absolutely make sure you address it quickly. Um, Make sure that those emails are, are, like I said, sensitive explain how you're, you're helping, try to help in any way that you can. Don't joke about it. Don't take advantage of the situation. You know, if you're a business that is profiting right now, or does offer something that um, people need right now, make sure you're not taking advantage of the situation, go the opposite way, try to help make it, make your product or service more accessible. And just continue to monitor, monitor the crisis, adjust communications campaigns as needed, and show your audience that you care and that you're in it with them.
1: Lead the situation, see what you need to say. Don't say anything too crazy. And just sort of say like, hey, if this was you, like what type of messaging would you want to be seeing from this business? And I think that's sort of a great way to think about it that way. Okay, perfect. Kelly, is there anything else you want to talk about with like sort of the situation? I think for me, it's sort of questions I had for you today. And I I learned a lot about what sort of what to say, how to sort of keep your messaging intact and sort of, you know, as a small business, what are some tactics and techniques? I know you guys wrote a really good blog post about that on your website. Maybe talk about where people can find you, yourself, your website, or even like, you know, maybe more about AWeber.
2: If you're interested in learning more about AWeber, go to aweber.com. We're also on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, at AWeber. People want to connect with me uh, my Twitter handle is Kelly Forced PR or connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to to hear from you or answer any more email marketing questions you have. We also have a ton of fantastic resources. Those blog posts that Kevin mentioned are available on blog.aweber.com.
1: Perfect. Do you guys have like a dedicated resource section or just sort of like on the blog, just like scattered posts?
2: Yeah. uh, Right now the blog is definitely the best place to go Mm -hmm. for information about uh, addressing COVID-19 with your audience. And you can get those case studies that we talked about and really read those and see how real businesses are pivoting their business online, um, what they're doing with email to connect with their audience in remarkable ways.
1: Perfect. That sounds good. Kelly, thanks so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot. I love aWeber great platform. Thank you so much, Kelly. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voimedia. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Media. Thank you.